Let's give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him praise. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. What a wonderful presence of the Lord that has visited us, not just tonight, but this morning. Man, the presence of the Lord was just here from the beginning, and and uh, it, it, an atmosphere like this, uh, you can make a, a really bad preacher look real good. So I, I'm, I'm thankful for the atmosphere that's here. Amen. Because, <laughs> uh, man, it's, it's, it's electric in this place. God is so good. Amen. God is so good. Again, I give honor to this great church, your pastor. Amen. Our friends, amen. We love them so much. The bishop and his wife, we appreciate them so much. And God is good. God is good. Amen. We can go ahead and get into the word of the Lord. Uh, I felt led of the Lord, and it just uh, it's just going to go right on with what has already been done. So uh, that's okay. Amen. 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 Second Timothy chapter three, verse one. And then we'll go to Psalms 34 and 1. Amen, amen. Aren't you thankful for the Holy Ghost? Amen. Aren't you thankful for the Holy Ghost? Amen. This know also that in the last days perilous or dangerous times shall come. Amen. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Psalms 34 and 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want to preach for a little bit tonight by the help of the Holy Ghost. Uncertain times. Call for certain praise. <clears throat> Uncertain times call for certain praise. Amen. Let's put down our Bibles, lift up our hands right now, and let's just ask the Holy Ghost to continue to move in this house. Can we do that together, Lord? We thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name. Come on, let's love him. Let's love him. I magnify your name, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Come on, I worship you, Jesus. We magnify your name tonight, God. Feel this place, Lord. Use me for your, your purpose, God. Anoint me. Touch my mind, God. Speak to your people. Give you all the praise and glory. Amen. Amen. Give him one more good hand clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You can be seated. Amen. Tonight, uh, I was going to tell the keyboardist he probably wouldn't have to go too far because the atmosphere that's here tonight. Amen. Amen. Yes, yesterday at, uh, at at lunch with Brother Sister Voskis, his his watch went off, reminding him to breathe. Yeah, thank the Lord it did. <laughs> I told him, I said, I wonder how many other involuntary actions that we do that the that the watch takes credit for. Amen. It's just something we do. Amen. Amen. Aren't you thankful that your heart's still beating? 
Aren't you thankful that you don't have to tell yourself to breathe? But the Bible says, let everyone that has breath, praise the Lord. So guess what? Everybody in here, from the very front to the very back, take a big deep breath right now and say, guess what? I'm supposed to praise him. <laughs> I will bless him at all times. While I have breath in my lung, <laughs> come on, while I have breath in my lungs, while I have the ability, while I can, uh, I, I can think for myself, I will bless the Lord at all times. Amen. This is a Psalms written by David after he changed his behavior before Abimelech who drove him away and departed. David has fled from the presence of Saul and goes to Gath the birthplace of Goliath. When you are challenged like never before, when people who you served and loved have turned their back on you, go back to the birthplace of your greatest victory. Amen, somebody. Go back to the place. Amen. If it worked for you back then, it'll still work for you today. Amen. Amen. What brought you victory then will no doubt bring you victory once more. Amen. His brothers may have mocked him for being there. On that battlefield, the king doubted his abilities, but David's confidence was in the fact that God brought him out in victory over the lion and over the bear. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why David was bold enough to say, I don't come against you with a sword and a shield, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. I've got a praise that I know that if I let it out, even in uncertain times, there's a certain sound that touches heaven. Amen, somebody. But be careful who you decide to run to. David runs back to Gath. People of Gath were the Philistines and it caused no small stir among the people. David gets there and wasn't very long, and the people are saying, wait a minute, isn't this the man who they sang songs about? Saul's killed his thousands, but David his ten thousands. As men get more and more uncomfortable, and as Abimelech starts to wonder about David's motives for being there, David, the Bible says, he started acting like a madman. Amen. The words that the people were saying to him caused David to get fearful in his heart. He thought that, man, I made a mistake. I'm in the wrong place. And the only way to get my way out, myself out of this place is to act like a wild man. And the Bible says he started scratching at the doors and letting spit run off his, uh, his beard. And, and, and Abimelech says, why did you bring this madman to stay in my house? Amen. Saying sometimes acting crazy gets you out of a mess. Amen. Amen. Try it sometimes, man. You get pulled over. No, don't do that. Amen. Sometimes acting crazy gets you out of a mess, but that's what happened to David. He said, man, I don't know any way to get out of this, but acting like a fool. And sometimes, amen, you just got to act like a fool, but that's what he did. He acted crazy. And Abimelech said, why did you bring this man to my house? So David leaves that, uh, the presence of Abimelech, and he goes to the cave of Dulam. It's a fortified cave. All alone and nowhere to go, David pins the 34th Psalm. Amen. Amen. Judges 13 and 25 tells us that the Spirit of the Lord moved 
began to move at times upon Samson. It's in the times that God doesn't move that we must resolve to praise God even still. Amen. Because in the last days, perilous times are going to come. In the last days, amen, it's going to get crazy. In the last days, we're going to be seeing things that we never thought we'd ever see. We never, I talked to the man about He said, let me show you our, our security cameras. I, I looked at him, and I thought, this is awesome. I told him, this is neat. But I told him, did you ever think we'd be at a day where we had to have 32 cameras? But we live in perilous, dangerous times uh, where we've got to protect ourselves, watch over ourselves, and, and, and keep us from all kinds of liabilities. But it's in these perilous times uh, that this world is looking for a church uh, that still sings a certain praise that still has a certain sound that still has something that they can run to amen they're looking they're listening they're watching they're hoping and praying that there's somebody still holding on somebody still towing the line amen somebody our response matters I said our response matters probably about 18 months ago, maybe two years ago, something like that, I was in prayer and, and I was thinking about Job and, and, and the Holy Ghost just talked to me and, and I, was, I, was, I was just engulfed in that story and he said, you know, uh, I, I'm really not, listen to me, this, this cut me, he said, I'm really not interested in what people are going through. And I said, oh really, Lord, what do you mean you're not interested in what people are going through? He said, I already know what they're going through. I'm more interested in their response. See, Satan and the Lord were watching on, uh, upon Job to see what his response was going to be. Job said, if I can touch him, if I can afflict him, if I can make life uncomfortable, if I can cause uncertainty to come upon Job, if I can humiliate him, come on somebody, if I can humiliate him, if I can make life rough, if I can cause people to have all kinds of things against him, and if I can have people betray him, if I can have him lose all this stuff. Listen, I may, that's why Job said, look, I came in the world with nothing and I might leave the same way, but I refuse to not give God praise. I'm here to tell you Jesus Christ is looking down at this church tonight and saying, I I'm more interested in your response uh, through the uncertainty. Am I going to hear a certain sound? Am I going to hear a certain praise that says, despite what I go through, he's still worthy. He still deserves my praise. Amen, somebody. Psalms 34 and 1, I'll read it again. I will bless the Lord at, say it, I will bless the Lord at, that's right now, that's six months ago, it's six, front, six months from now, it's good, bad, it, it's harvest or it's drought, it doesn't matter at all times, he deserves my best. Amen, somebody. I will, let's break down that verse, I will, that's a conquered will. That's where it all begins. When you come in those doors and the music begins to play, I love how it started in the prayer room, by the way. Amen, everybody else in the prayer rooms, young people, amen, that's how you get into his courts. Amen. That's how you get into his courts. That's how you make things happen. Amen. I love it when people say, I will bless him. I have conquered my will. I'm not coming here to be seen. I'm not coming here to get your approval. I'm not coming here to make sure everybody knows I'm coming here to give God the praise that he's worthy of. I will. I have determined I'm going to bless him. 
I will bless him. I refuse to get bitter. Who? The Lord. How often? What's the time limit? At all times. How am I going to do this? His praise. God did it for me before. He'll do it again. I said, if God did it for you before, he'll do it again. And so why shouldn't I bless him? Great is his faithfulness. I'll bless him at all times. His praise, God's, shall continually, ongoing, nonstop. See, we, we, we think 30 minutes is good or 45 minutes. I hope, I, I hope y'all didn't get wore out tonight because I've, I've come to pull a little bit more praise out of you because I'm telling you, we're, we're facing uncertain times. But what the world needs is a certain sound coming forth. What the world needs is a certain praise ringing in the atmosphere. What the world needs is for people to know, I don't know where you're going to church, but I know where I go in the presence of the Lord. Why would you not get him in this place if he inhabits the praises of his people why would you limit the amount of God you can have in your life I will bless him at all times it's ongoing it's not stop it's going to be in my mouth that's why the scripture says let the redeemed of the Lord say so (laughs) he inhabits the praises he lives. He dwells. Does that not? I mean, that, that, I should just stop right there and let you think about that for about five minutes. He inhabits the praises. He. He inhabits the praises of his people. And if he inhabits the, if he dwells when I praise, I'm going to bless him at all times. It may not make sense in my life. It may be difficult in my life, but I, I want him right here, right now. I want him to come down right now. And so I will bless him at all times. All times. Job's wife said, you just need to curse God and die. He said, woman, you're talking crazy. That's, that's nuts. He's been good. Shall we not? We, we receive blessing. Was, hey, if he curses us, we still, that, that's something there when you still praise God. When you're in boils and sackcloth and ash, and the dogs are licking your wounds, and you just got through burying 10 kids. That's hard to do, let me tell you something. But Job said, I'm going to bless him. Though he slays me, yet, though he slays me, yet, I'm here to get somebody out of any depression and oppression you're going through. Amen. You may look at God and say, it's all your fault, God. Amen. There'll be times you question, and I understand sometimes it's overwhelming. But the best thing you can do, the one thing that confuses the enemy more than anything else, is when he gives you his best blow. And when he tries to knock you down, and when he tries to tell you you'll never make it up, this is it, this is over. And somehow you pick yourself back up. And somehow you walk through 
through those doors again and somehow you run around the aisles again and somehow you clap again. Hell saying, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. I will bless him at all times. Come on, somebody. Bless him right now. Let him inhabit this place. Everybody, you've got breath. Let him inhabit your place. My soul, verse 2, shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Part of your getting through is telling about what he's already got you through. Did you hear me? I said part of of your getting through is telling about what he's already got you through. Children of Israel always forgot what he just brought them through. I'm trying to help somebody to to sustain victory in your life. Bless him at all times and remind yourself just how good God is, even when it's bad. Just bless him at all times. I want to trust you, God. Even though I can't trace you, I can't find you, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what's going on. David is in a cave all by himself, and he's saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no friends, but I will. I'll bless him at all times. The humble need to hear you boast of how God got you through. Because they've been humbled for a reason. They're going through something. That's why I said the humble will hear and be glad. Your silent praise is keeping somebody else from their victory. Because the humble, those that have gone through something, those that have been affected by life, those that are hurting, those that are wounded, those that are afflicted, they're humbled. They've been humbled, whether it's by God, their own doing, or an attack from hell. They have been humbled. And what the humble needs to hear is somebody saying, hey, I'll tell you one of these days, back then, God, I don't know what happened, but 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 but, but I was just going through something. I don't understand how I got here. And they're sitting there with bated breath waiting for you to say something. And you say, God, pick me up when I didn't know how I was going to make it out God bless me when no listen testifying is not moaning about what God's done for you testify or or done to you testifying is telling everybody just how good he is oh magnify magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together impossible to make God bigger, but that's not what the psalmist was implying. He's telling us something powerful happens when you and I join forces and praise his greatness. Miracles happen. Signs and wonders take place when people begin to magnify the Lord. Exalt him for his greatness, his excellent kindness. Find yourself somebody that will help you praise God in uncertain times. Amen, somebody. Sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is get yourself in a different atmosphere. (laughs) 
Sometimes the problem with you not getting over things is because you're getting in what here? Amen. It's too hard. It's too rough. I can't make it. And you're trying to stand on faith, but you're getting fed with all kinds of fear and doubt. You've got to identify where that's coming from and say, oh, no, devil. I'm not giving ear to that because I I know God's going to make a way where I don't even seem there to be the way. It doesn't have to make sense in my life. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all I'm able to have, but I've got to listen to the right things. I will bless him at all times. Find somebody to help you praise God in uncertain times. I saw the sister go and find somebody, pull them up, they started dancing. That's what you got to do. Yeah. You know, the Bible says when they brought the, the, the Ark of the Covenant back, when David, you know, danced before the Lord. Remember that story? David danced before the Lord, and his wife saw him and ridiculed him. You know, back then, it wasn't like it was a, 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 a three-foot-by-six-foot window, a double-pane window that she looked to. Most of the times, it's a little sliver and, and, but because they want to keep it tight because uh, they don't want arrows and different things from the enemy to attack them. So, so they had a narrow space, amen, that she could look through, and that's how she saw David through a narrow space. I don't know if she could see the ark or what. I don't know what, because she just said, I saw how you danced before the ladies. I saw you how you, how you presented yourself in front of everybody. I, you made yourself look like a fool. And he said, woman, you haven't seen anything yet because what was behind me was the presence of God, and I was worshiping God. Don't get so critical that you you look through a little window in your life and you think, well, what are they praising God for? What are they doing that for? Why are they putting on a show? No, I'm not putting on a show. I was dead. Now I'm alive. I was lost downtown. I didn't have any peace. Now I got peace like a river. I'm shouting because of what's behind me. I'm shouting because what I'm bringing back. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I will bless him. At all times. Rejoice. Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. David's in a cave. He pins three verses. And the Bible says that 400 men show up. David's all by himself in a cave. But the sounds of his praise in that cave is echoing through the David's by himself in a cave, and he's writing the 34th Psalm. He's singing it. It's what he's doing. He's praising God. Amen. Even though he doesn't have a home, he doesn't have a kingdom, he doesn't have a friend, he doesn't have anybody to help him. He's praising God. That's why it's so important sometimes to do as David did in another portion of his life, and he encouraged himself in the Lord. There's sometimes there's nobody around you to say, hey, you ought to praise God. You ought to worship God. You ought to go to church. That's why I will. I've got a determined will. I'm going to the house of God. I'm going to bless him at all times. So David penned. 
pins this. Listen to me. He pins this and 400 men start showing up and the Bible says that they were discontented. They were distressed. They were indebted. You have no idea what your praise does when you, when you praise him through uncertain times. You have no idea who it liberates, who it draws, who it attracts when you praise God. When the world says you don't have a reason to praise him. You don't have a purpose. You bless him at all times and I promise you there's a host coming. There's some friends going to show up and say, I'm here with you. I'll fight with you. I'll never leave you. I'll go with you always. But it comes from blessing him at all. Shout it with me all times. Your praise during uncertain times is giving hurting people, giving hurting people a certain sound to draw strength from. Your praise, your shout, your dance is giving hurting people some strength to say if they can do it. I know where they came from. And if they can still shout, I can still shout. If they can still run, I can still run. If they can, you don't have any joy in your life, the Bible says to leap for it. Go on, somebody. You need some joy? Start leaping. Hallelujah. I will bless him at all times. When it doesn't look good, when it doesn't feel good, when I'm sick in my body, when I don't have a money, I have some money in my bank account, I will bless him. He deserves my praise. Verse 4, I'm trying to hurry. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Everybody say that I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from what? All my fears. Let me help somebody right now. The fears you're dealing with is a result of you not doing the first three verses. Because if you bless him at all times, if you tell everybody what God's already done for you in your life, if you magnify him in your life, when you see how big God is, fear looks really small. Amen. When you see how big God is, fear and doubt and unbelief have to cower at the presence of my God. When we start looking through God's eyes and realize greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, I will not fear. I will not be dismayed. I will get through this because I'm going to bless him. This happens when you praise him, after you praise him through uncertainty. Let me help somebody. Sometimes we get it out of order. We petition God first instead of praising. David's in trouble, don't have anywhere to go, no friends to, his, to, to, to call on. But he says, I want to bless him. We do it the other way around. We don't have any friends, nobody to call on, nobody to go to. And we go, God, here's all my problems. And God already knows the way I take. 
You know what helped me out a long time ago? When I realized that he has to sign off on everything that happens in my life. And so the quicker I understand that if something's happened in my life that I don't like, I need to first check myself and say, okay, God, do I need to repent of something? Have I messed up? And if that's okay, then I go to the next step. The next step is, listen, God, is this you or the enemy? Regardless, you know what's going on. Nothing catches you off guard. You didn't wake up and say, oh, I wonder what Justin's going through today. No, it already signed off on it. He knows what's going on. So if he knows the way that I take, and he declares the end from the beginning, and he knows the way, uh, how to make a way where there seems to be no way, I'm just going to bless him at all times because he already knows, he already knows what I'm going through. And he knows how I'm getting out. He knows how he's the author. And the finisher of our faith. The word finisher means editor. He authored your story. And when you messed up, or when people came like Joseph, they came against him, he said, well, you meant it for evil. But God, the finisher, showed up. God, the editor, stepped in. Aren't you thankful that the editor of your story is the one who wrote everything, the one who created everything, the one who has control over everything, the one is not the one that's not slack concerning his promise like men count slackness. He's not that way. If he told you he's going to do something, you can rest assured he's not a man that he should lie. And so I'm just going to bless him at all times because right now it may be an ugly part of my story, but he's the editor. And he gets his big old eraser out and says, I'm going to change the story for you. And when we learn to praise God in the ugly parts, we learn to praise God through the hard times. We learn to praise God when nobody's around. Nobody's around David. Nobody was around David. That's how you know you got it. When nobody's around you. Pastor's not telling you what to do. The choir is not juking and jiving. The music's not going great. Everything's not just like it's supposed to be. You're all by yourself, and you don't have anybody. Nobody texts you back. Your friends didn't text you back. Nothing's going on. That's when you got to dig down deep inside of you and say, you know what? I'm going to bless him at all times. I don't need anybody to have a praise break. I don't need anybody to shout. I don't have to have anything to run the aisles with. If it had not been for I will bless him at all times. And his praise is ongoing. It's not going to stop. I don't know what you're doing, God, but I refuse to stop blessing you. Verse 6, this poor man cried. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of a few of his troubles. No, out of all. Sister Wilson, it happened when a man said, I'm going to bless him at all times. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. If he inhabits it, 
if he's listening, if he's attent unto the prayers that's made in this place, God help me do everything I can to get his attention. Amen, If I know the secret to get him to look at my problem, if I know the recipe to get him to fix my situation, if I know what I had to do to get him to come down, amen, why not tap into it at all times? Why not praise him at all times? Why not trust him at all times? It may look like I'm surrounded. It may look like things are rough, but guess what? When he inhabits it, the die. The atmosphere changes. Everything's moving. Everything's shifting because when he steps in, there's no room for anything else. He he encompasses the whole earth. The earth is his footstool. So if he inhabits, and if I get him in, there's no room for doubt. There's no room for fear. There's no room for unbelief. When I get him in the room, everything else has to leave. So when you're going through what you're going through, praise The angel of the Lord, verse 7, encampeth around about them that fear him and deliver them. I'm not surrounded by the enemy. I'm surrounded by you, Jesus. Verse 8. Oh, taste. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Doesn't always go good, but he's good. He's good. And if I understand that he's good, if I understand that he is working it for my good, that I refuse to sit back idle when they sing about his, he's bigger. I'm telling you, he's bigger. I don't care what, oh, magnify the Lord with me. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care about the destruction. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. It doesn't matter what you're facing. Make God bigger. Make God bigger. Let him fill your room. Let him fill your home. Let him fill your mind. Make God bigger. I want you to Stand, I've tasted pain. I've tasted hurt. I've tasted disappointment. I've tasted sorrow. I've tasted rejection. I've tasted loss. I've tasted heartache. But I've also tasted of his goodness. If it rains on the just and the unjust, I might as well stay just because I'm in his presence. I've tasted of his kindness. I've tasted of his favor. I've tasted of his mercy. I've tasted of his grace. I've tasted of his faithfulness. 
I've tasted of his love. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. This is a man all by himself with no friends around, but he refused to allow the situation to keep him from praising the Lord. He refused to allow the situation to keep him from blessing him. I will bless him because I know, I know his mercies are new every morning. I know he's going to be faithful to me to the end. You know, the old timers called it shouting your troubles over. I said, they, they, they called it shouting their troubles over. There's something that happens when you're going through it and you magnify him. There's something that changes. It cannot stay the way it is if you refuse to stop blessing him. Paul and Silas had been beat. They're in the inner prison. It's at midnight. It couldn't have got any darker. It couldn't have got any worse in the life. But I don't know who started it, but one of them looked at the other one and said, you know what? I feel like praising him. Right in the middle of my prison, I feel like giving God praise. Something happens when your chains start rattling under the praise and power of God. Something happens when the things that used to hold you to the wall, amen, start moving and making noise because you're in the presence of the king. Something happens. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. Amen. And everybody got to move. Everybody got to hear. Two men said, I will bless him at all times. Two men said, I'm going to bless him. At all. I believe if it was if it had been back when I got the Holy Ghost, I believe the Boscus he probably would have said something like this. He probably would have said, When I look back over my life, it's Paul or Silas, I don't know who it was, and I think things over, I can truly say. That I've been blessed. I've got a testimony. David said, I know what he, I know what it's like when I was with a bear, with a lion. I know what it's like when you know what? You know what? I don't have the scripture and verse that I can give it to you, but it's in there. Trust me. The Bible says that when they that when they uh, presented David to King Saul, the recommendation was this was a man. He hadn't fought a giant yet. He hadn't fought a battle yet. And I don't believe the guy was there. It doesn't say, but I don't think the guy was there with the, with the bear and the lion. How to find you somebody that looks inside of you and says, I know your potential. And if I can build that person, I, come on, don't shout by yourself. Don't praise by yourself. Don't. Don't go through something all by yourself. Amen. David thought he was all alone, but he began to praise God. Sometimes you got to do all, the only thing you know to do, and that's to praise God, to give God glory. Amen. Sometimes that's all you can do is say, I will bless him. 
I don't understand life, but I will bless him. I will bless him. And it does something to people. Find you, yourself somebody that believes in you, that'll pray with you, and say, that's a mighty man of valor. I've been blessed. Through uncertain times, my heart will sing of his certainty. Through uncertain times, my heart will sing of his certainty. He said he'll never leave me. We're fixing to, we're fixing to worship God, praise God. They can sing that last song. I don't care what you sing because, man, it's, these people are... He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. I said in uncertain times, I will sing of his certainty. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He'll go with me always. He'll hold me. He'll carry me. He'll shield me. He'll hide me. He will deliver me. Church, I will bless him at all times. As they play something, I want you to lift up your voice right now. God is going to finish what he already started in this place. You've been looking for a secret way to get out. I'm t- I, gave you a, I gave you the secret tonight. Some of you got some troubles. Why don't you shout your troubles over? He's been good to me. If you're dealing with oppression, if you're dealing with depression, lift up your hands as high as you can get them. None of this half-staff stuff. Get them as high as you can get them. And shout with a God, unto God with a voice of triumph. Listen to me, listen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouting with a voice of triumph. This is going to help somebody. Shouting with a voice of triumph doesn't mean you're triumphant right now. It's saying I've got a voice and a memory of what he's done for me. So if you're not going through victory right now, you shout with a voice of triumph anyhow. I said you praise God anyhow. He inhabits the praises of his people. Everybody, everybody, if you've got breath, praise him. Shout, 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 shout. I love you, Jesus. I will bless you. I will bless you. I will bless you. Come on, somebody. Find find yourself somebody right now. You're going to help somebody get over. You're going to help somebody get through. Yes, 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 yes. He inhabits. He inhabits. He inhabits. Here it comes. Here it comes. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Then 
had not been for you, Jesus. If it had not been for you, Jesus. Come on, praise him. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and sing. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Never thought he had you. Some of you are convinced this is, this is it. I wish you'd get some Holy Ghost boldness right now and say, Devil, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, Devil. I will bless him. Come on, praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Come on, some generational curses gonna break tonight. Sickness gotta go. Depression gotta leave. Come on, praise him. Don't wait till the battle is over. Don't wait till the victory is won. Just remember whatever God promised, it's yours and it's already done. So don't wait, don't, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. Shout now, shout now, shout now, shout now, shout now, shout now, shout
said I had a record indoor run. Amen. In a little bit, I'm going to have a record sleep. Let, let, me, let me just, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something our preacher wouldn't have told you. That he and his family are here this weekend. Very shortly after the worst trial of their lives. What he's preached to you tonight wasn't preached from the mountaintop. Wasn't preached at the high water mark. It wasn't preached after a long list of great victories. It's coming just a few weeks after the hardest trial of their life. What he's preached to you is what he's learned over these last few weeks. 
that if you're going through hell on earth, don't stop. Just keep on praising God. Because there is another side of the trial. Hallelujah. He said a while ago, you got to testify. And so I looked up on my, my handy little Bible program. I wasn't texting somebody. I was looking up the Bible verse where it says, I will testify unto thee. And I touched the word testify, and it brings up the original Hebrew. And it says that here's what the word testify means. It means to duplicate or repeat. To duplicate or repeat. That means when God does something in my life and I testify about it, what I'm really doing is giving God the opportunity to duplicate it for somebody else and to repeat it for somebody else. So I feel like having, I feel like having a little testimony service right now. I want to know if there's anybody that was in the depth of depression and the Holy Ghost showed up and brought you through. I want you just to raise your hand and worship God a little bit right now because that's a testimony. Because if he did it for them, that test, testify, because if he did, it's going to be duplicated and repeated for somebody that's going through the valley right now. Let me ask you this. Is there anybody that's had sickness in your body and you, didn't, and, and, and you needed God to touch you? And when you talked to God or somebody laid a hand on you and prayed that God healed your body, do I have a testimony right now? Lord, repeat and duplicate. If you got pain in your body, you ought to raise your hands with them because we're about to see a duplication and a repeating of what God's already done. If you ever far from God and God brought you back and filled you with the Holy Ghost and set you on fire, why don't you testify? God, do it again. God, do it again. God knows I've had a lot of church this weekend. I'm not trying to drag this out. But I just want to tell somebody, I want to tell somebody something in the Holy Ghost. There's somebody here, and you want so bad to get back in your life what you've seen in these folks tonight. You want the kind of joy that makes you want to shout again. And you want the kind of peace that makes you want to rejoice. Let me just tell you something right now. You're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you. It's for you. There's restoration for you. There's joy for you. There's peace for you. There's the removal of condemnation for you. Uh, if you believe it, why don't you give God praise right now? I'm looking for revival, folks. I'm looking for revival. I'm looking for revival. I'm looking for more baptisms and more Holy Ghost outpourings and more deliverance. Yes, I am. Amen. Can you give all of our guests a good hand? Let them know how happy we are they came to Bethlehem tonight. Can you welcome them so much to let them know how much you want them to come back again? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. I've asked you this morning, I asked you if you will, Enjoy your holiday tomorrow. Be safe. Eat. Have a good time with your family. Enjoy your holiday. But when the holiday is over, I want you to give serious consideration and time 
to prayer and fasting, specifically for us to take that next step in revival. I believe there's a 50-soul revival in the rest of this year. I believe it in Jesus' name. I believe it so much that I'm going to go on Tuesday and buy 50 baptism certificates. Amen. And I might get a little more faith while I'm shopping and buy 75. He told me buy 100. I'm going to do it in Jesus' name. It's going to happen by prayer and fasting, folks. It's going to happen by what happened in that prayer room tonight. Oh, yes, we're stepping forward. Amen. You know what? When you pray, you know what you're doing? You're giving corn to the calf. You're fattening the calf, getting it ready for the prodigal to come back. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You can be dismissed in the name of Jesus. You can stay and pray as long as you want. You can worship as long as you like. Amen. God.